Oftentimes, you guys ask me, which books should I read in English? You also ask me, hey teacher, what is your favorite book? Honestly, I love books so much, and when it comes to books, I have so many favorites. But in today's podcast episode, I would like to share the very first chapter of one of my absolutely favorite books called Charlotte's Web. I'm going to read the first chapter of this book with you. I strongly recommend that you get this book before you listen to this podcast episode. Why? Because then you can follow me as I read. I'm not going to read quickly. I'm going to read as slowly as possible so that it's easier for you to follow me and to understand me. Also, I'm going to explain several words from this chapter that I think may be tricky for you to understand. By the way, if you listened to episode number one of this podcast, you should know that tricky means difficult, challenging. So guys, let's get started. Let's read this very first chapter together. Chapter one. Before breakfast. Where's Papa going with that axe? Said Fern to her mother as they were setting the table for breakfast. Now guys, let me just explain. What exactly does that word axe mean? Well, if you go to the woods and if you want to cut a piece of wood, okay, you need an axe. Now, what are people doing when they're setting the table for breakfast? Well, you're getting the table ready for breakfast, so usually you put, you know, food on there, you put drinks on there, you're basically setting the table for breakfast. Where's Papa going with that axe, said Fern to her mother as they were setting the table for breakfast. Out to the hog house, replied Mrs. Arable. Some pigs were born last night. What is a hog house? It's a place, obviously outside of your home, where pigs live. I don't see why he needs an axe, continued Fern, who was only eight years old. Well, said her mother, one of the pigs is a runt. Hmm, what is a runt? A runt is the smallest pig out of all the pigs in a group, the smallest pig. In English, we call it a runt. It's very small and weak, and it will never amount to anything. So your father has decided to do away with it. To do away with it, to get rid of it. That's what Fern's father wants to do. Do away with it, shrieked Fern. You mean kill it? Just because it's smaller than the others? Mrs. Arable put a pitcher of cream on the table. Don't yell, Fern, she said. Your father is right. The pig would probably die anyway. Fern 
pushed the chair out of the way and ran outdoors. The grass was wet and the earth smelled of springtime. I love this sentence, by the way. The grass was wet and the earth smelled of springtime. So what does that mean? How do we know uh, what season we are in as far as this story? Well, we know that it's springtime, yeah? Springtime. Now, guys, when you hear that that expression, springtime, what do you think about? I think about all the plants and all the flowers that are starting to grow. I think about all the green grass. I think about life. It's almost as if, you know, life is starting all over again. The life cycle. Yeah. Okay. Fern's sneakers were sopping by the time she caught up with her father. Her sneakers were sopping, which means her sneakers were extremely wet by the time she caught up with her father. Okay, I'm so sorry, guys, that I'm kind of interrupting the story, but I'm trying to help you to really understand what's going on in the story. So I'm going to read it one more time, this first page, without stopping this time. Okay, think about all the new words that I'm including here. Okay, think about understanding what's on this first page. Okay, where's Papa going with that axe? said Fern to her mother as they were setting the table for breakfast. Out to the hog house, replied Mrs. Arable. Some pigs were born last night. I don't see why he needs an axe, continued Fern, who was only eight. Well, said her mother, one of the pigs is a runt. It's very small and weak, and it will never amount to anything. So your father has decided to do away with it. Do away with it? shrieked Fern. You mean kill it? Just because it's smaller than the others? Mrs. Arable put a pitcher of cream on the table. Don't yell, Fern, she said. Your father is right. The pig would probably die anyway. Fern pushed the chair out of the way and ran outdoors. The grass was wet and the earth smelled of springtime. Fern's sneakers were sopping by the time she caught up with her father. Please don't kill it, she sobbed. It's unfair. She sobbed. What does that mean? She cried. So when you are sad, what happens? You cry or you sob. Mr. Arable stopped walking. Fern, he said gently. He said kindly, gently. You will have to learn to control yourself. Control myself, yelled Fern. This is a matter of life and death, and you talk about controlling myself? Okay, so as you can see on this next page, you know, the father and Fern are having an interesting interaction, yeah? Okay, they basically disagree with each other. The father wants to kill the runt with his axe, but Fern is very much against that. She doesn't want her father to kill the runt. Okay, so I'm going to read this page one more time without any interruptions. Please don't kill it, she sobbed. It's unfair. Mr. Arable stopped walking. Fern, he said gently, 
You will have to learn to control yourself. Control myself? Yelled Fern. This is a matter of life and death, and you talk about controlling myself? Tears ran down her cheeks, and she took hold of the axe and tried to pull it out of her father's hand. Fern said, "Mr. Arable, I know more about raising a litter of pigs than you do. A weakling makes trouble. Now run along." But it's unfair," cried Fern. "The pig couldn't help being born small, could it? If I had been very small at birth, would you have killed me?" Mister Arable smiled. "Certainly not," he said, looking down at his daughter with love. "But this is different. A little girl is one thing; a little runty pig is another." I see no difference," replied Fern, still hanging on to the axe. "This is the most terrible case of injustice I ever heard of." A queer look came over John Arable's face. He seemed almost ready to cry himself. "All right," he said. "You go back to the house, and I will bring the runt when I come in. I'll let you start it on a bottle, like a baby." Then you'll see what trouble a pig can be. When Mister Arable returned to the house half an hour later, he carried a box under his arm. Fern was upstairs changing her sneakers. The kitchen table was set for breakfast, and the room smelled of coffee, bacon, damp plaster, and wood smoke from the stove. Put it on her chair," said Miss Mrs. Arable. Mr. Arable set the carton down at Fern's place. Then he walked to the sink and washed his hands and dried them on the roller towel. Fern came slowly down the stairs. Her eyes were red from crying. As she approached her chair, the box wobbled, which means the box was moving a little bit, right? Why? Because, of course, the little pig is inside of the box, right? Fern looked at her father. Then she lifted the lid off the box. Guys, what is a lid? L-I-D. Basically, it's a removable cover of a container. Yeah. There, inside, looking up at her, was the newborn pig. It was a white one. The morning light shone through its ears, turning them pink. He's yours," said Mister Arable, "saved from an untimely death, and may the good Lord forgive me for this foolishness." Fern couldn't take her eyes off the tiny pig. Oh, she whispered, "Oh, look at him! He's absolutely perfect." She closed the box carefully. First, she kissed her father. Then she kissed her mother. Then she opened the lid again, lifted the pig out, and held it against her cheeks. At this moment, her brother Avery came into the room. Avery was ten. He was heavily armed. Um, he had an air rifle in one hand, a wooden dagger in the other. So you know, 
uh, Farron's brother, his name is Avery, right? He came into the room and what does he have? He has basically a gun, a, a toy gun with him, right? What's that? He asked. What's Farron got? She's got a guest for breakfast, said Mrs. Arable. Wash your hands and face, Avery. Let's see it, said Avery, setting his gun down. You call that miserable thing a pig? That's fine. That's a fine specimen of a pig. It's no bigger than a white rat. So you see what's happening, guys? Fern loves the pig. She's taking such good care of it. And her brother is basically making fun of the pig. He's calling the pig bigger than a white rat. Wash up and eat your breakfast, Avery, said his mother. The school bus will be along in half an hour. Can I have a pig too, Pop? asked Avery. No, I only distribute pigs to early risers. Guys, what does that mean when someone is an early riser? It's a person who wakes up early in the morning. No, I only distribute pigs to early risers, said Mr. Arable. Fern was up at daylight trying to rid the world of injustice. As a result, she now has a pig. A small one, to be sure, but nevertheless a pig. It just shows what can happen if a person gets out of bed promptly. Let's eat. What exactly What exactly does promptly mean? Okay, uh, When you do something promptly, you do it right away and you avoid delays. But Fern couldn't eat until her pig had a drink of milk. Mrs. Arable found a baby's nursing bottle and a rubber nipple. She poured warm milk into the bottle, fitted the nipple over the top, and handed it over to Fern. Give him his breakfast, she said. A minute later, Fern was seated on the floor in the corner of the kitchen with her infant between her knees, teaching it to suck from the bottle. The pig, although tiny, had a good appetite and caught on quickly. The school bus honked, doot, doot, from the road, honked. That's what that means. H-O-N-K-E-D, honked. Run, commanded Mrs. Arable, taking the pig from Fern and slipping a donut into her hand. Avery grabbed his gun and another donut. The children ran out of the road and climbed into the bus. Fern took to notice of the others in the bus. She just sat and stared out of the window, thinking what a blissful world it was and how lucky she was to have entire charge of a pig. By the time the bus reached school, Fern had named her pet, selecting the most beautiful name she could think of. Its name is Wilbur, she whispered to herself. She was still thinking about the pig when the teacher said, Fern, what is the capital of Pennsylvania? Wilbur replied Fern dreamily. The students giggled. What does that mean when, you know, students giggle or when someone giggles? When you're laughing, smiling a little bit like, ha, 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 you know, that's giggle. Okay, the students giggled and Fern blushed. So Fern got red in the face. 
okay this is the end of chapter one you guys okay now listen every book has characters in fact without characters we could not have a book nor a movie so so far in this chapter there are five important characters fern she's eight years old her mother and father her brother avery and the little runt which as we said earlier is a very very small pig what's his name his name is wilbur so why do i love this book so much technically it's a children's book but in my opinion it's a book that deals with adult subjects it talks about life and death it talks about things that we have no control over like for example the pig being small and the father wanting to kill the pig for being small um it also talks about children challenging adults it makes us question do adults always know what's right do our parents always know what's right we are also reminded of this deep and important connection between animals and humans. In other words, just because animals can speak, does it mean that we have the right to kill them? We also see an interesting difference between Fern and her brother, Avery. She seems smart and calm. He seems impatient and aggressive. I think it's important that we read books, not just because we want to learn English, but also so that we can learn to think. Yes, books help us to become better thinkers, deeper thinkers. Books help us to reflect on complicated subjects like life and death, justice and injustice, exactly like this very first chapter of Charlotte's Web just did. So. What do you think about this chapter? Do you like it? What do you think about Fern? Send me a message on Instagram at MaverickLingo and let me know. I will leave you with these questions until our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that education is power. And remember, our goal here is to always go beyond words. Have a good one.